Growing up around theme parks, I've always had a special connection to costume characters. In a way, they were the first people I ever looked up to. I remember my parents would bring me to see them almost every week. And whether it was Mickey or Goofy or the Ninja Turtles, I just know the experience always stayed with me. With that kind of a background, it's not surprising that as I got older, I gravitated towards being one of these costume characters in the parks. I still remember at age 17, as soon as I was able to get a job and drive to work, I told my parents I wanted to be a costume character. So, I started out working at Disney. This was a fairly easy place to get a job in that department. They have a very high demand for it, and you will always get hours. However, my interests lied a little bit more with the Universal brand. So before long, I decided to apply there. Always being a bit of a rebellious kid, I was often compared to Bart Simpson. And because of that, I sort of identified with the character, I guess. I suppose I sort of looked like him in a way, too. So as soon as I got an interview, I knew who I wanted to be. I remember when it came time for auditions, I immediately got my wish. All the stage managers said I would be perfect as Bart. I couldn't believe it. I was going to portray one of my favorite characters ever. I remember I called my parents and almost everybody I knew and told them about it, even though most of them thought it was a little weird, I guess. I didn't really mind, though. I was just excited. My first day of training started at midnight. That's actually traditional for costume characters. It's so that they can get you used to the costumes without you having to worry about the heat at first. And believe me, it helps. Then after meeting my coworkers in the break room, we all got suited up and walked out on set. They had us do some test drills and stuff, just getting us used to walking around in the costume. And the funny thing was they had pretty much almost the entire family out there with me. Lisa, Marge, even Sideshow Bob was there. However, there wasn't a Homer. I figured they didn't have anyone who could fit in the giant Homer costume that night, so didn't think much of it. Then after about two hours of drills and stuff, one of the supervisors rounded us up and guided us back to the break room. We all entered into this living room type area to break down the costumes, and as I was taking my character head off, I heard a door close from down the hallway. The door led outside to the back of the trailer we were in, which was weird because everyone who was there was around me, and I hadn't seen anyone else come in that night. I mean, it wasn't like normal operating hours or anything. This was 2.30 in the morning. No one else seemed to notice, though, and just kept about their business, spraying the insides of the costumes and prepping them for the next day. However, I was pretty curious, so I just stood up and walked over to the door. As I peered out the window, I quickly witnessed the back of a large, bald, yellow figure walking into a patch of trees. I was brand new and didn't know much about anything, but that didn't seem right to me. Was it a homer? Why was he out walking around in the middle of the night? I went back over to the group and I asked one of my supervisors if he knew why there'd be a homer out behind the building. He just looked at me funny and pointed to the wall behind me, with a bunch of homer costumes hanging on it. All the homers are accounted for right there. So unless you saw the real one, I'm pretty sure you were mistaken. He then got into this whole annoying thing about how even though it was nighttime, the heat of the costume could mess with your head. I wasn't even that hot throughout the night though, so I knew it wasn't that. As we were heading out of the break room to exit the park, I looked around back of the trailer again and ended up seeing Homer in the distance. He was peeking out around the side of a tree, staring right at me. I noticed unlike the other Homer costumes, this one's face was kind of dirty, 
with a tinge of an almost greenish-looking mold, like it hadn't been cleaned in quite some time. Blocking it out of my mind, I turned away and quickly headed to the exit, ecstatic when I finally got back to my car in the parking lot. I didn't see the Homer again for the next couple days of training, but when I was finally able to go out in the park with the Simpsons, I noticed that the Homer I was paired with had that same greenish smudge on his cheek, almost like someone had attempted to clean it off but was unsuccessful. On hot summer days, you generally only stay out on set about 15 minutes before going back to the break room to take the costume off. The Homer was only paying attention to me. He even at one point tried pulling my character head off when our handlers weren't looking. It was getting really obnoxious because he wasn't even paying attention to families. It was just all me. So when we got back to the break room, I was going to ask him why he tried to pull my head off. However, by the time I got it off back in the break room, the Homer was nowhere in sight. Kind of annoyed, I went over to my locker to get my water bottle and saw that someone had put a photo of Bart being choked out by Homer inside. After a slight moment of fear, I finally realized what was going on. The Homer was definitely trying to intimidate me for some reason. I don't know, maybe he was just one of those bullies you meet at work. And I really wanted to figure out why. So I went to that door down the hall and out of the back of the trailer to see if he was there. He wasn't around, but I did see some movement in the trees, like maybe he'd just walked through. Curious about where he would have gone, I walked over to them. On the other side, I could see an old soundstage, which looked like it had been out of operation for some time. I had 30 minutes left on my break, so I decided to go back there and see if I could find where Homer had snuck off to. I quickly headed into the soundstage and noticed it was completely empty, which was kind of odd, but I figured Universal probably had lots of big empty spaces in the backstage area. Off to the right, I saw this dingy little office with a door open and a piece of cardboard covering a hole in the window. It was extremely dirty and just had some old printers and computers from back in the 90s piled up in the corner of the room. Then I noticed a closet in the back with what appeared to be an old prop bed inside. This was all just too strange. I walked over and examined it and noticed that it looked like it had been slept in recently. Then on top of this little wooden crate beside it, there was a box with some old photos. I picked them up and started flipping through them and immediately regretted my decision. I couldn't believe what was on them. They looked like they were taken in a darkly lit room and were of a woman and a young girl tied up on a dirty bed. They were screaming and it looked like someone was pouring a chemical substance on their skin, turning it a light tint of yellow. The woman's hair was also dyed blue and gelled up on top of her head, making her look like Marge. Then the little girl's face and mouth were cut up in the shape of Lisa's lips and her hair was gelled into little crown-like points. A chill ran down my spine when I got to the last photo in the box. It was a picture of me in the break room a few days before. Suddenly I heard the sound of a giant bat swing past my head and smash into the wall. I spun around to see Homer, his horrifying giant eyes gazing down at me lifelessly. I dove underneath him as he tried to hit me again and took off back towards our break room. Homer chased after me as I ran towards the trees and was able to cut me off before I got there. He hit me in the ribs with the bat, hard. So hard that I was barely able to keep running. I began limping as fast as I could towards the exit gate of the employee lot when I noticed he wasn't following me anymore. 
Finally, I found a security guard and told him what I had found and what Homer had done to me. Soon after, the cops arrived and started looking for him and did end up arresting someone in the costuming department who played one of the Homers, although I can never truly confirm if it was the same one. I ended up quitting the parks after that day and going in a different direction with my performance career. I just didn't think I could ever go back to that situation with what I'd seen. I mean, I can barely step foot in a theme park till this day. However, a few years later, I did end up getting convinced by my family to go back to Universal one more time. But of course, as we were walking through the park, we came across the Simpsons meet and greet with all the characters standing out there. They were taking photos with families and didn't really pay much attention to us at first. However, as we walked by the Homer, he gazed up at me and stared for an awkwardly long time to the point where the family taking the picture with him tried to get his attention. He then lifted his hand off the kid's shoulder and slowly waved at me. I couldn't really tell because I took off running so fast, but I'm fairly certain his costume was the one with the green smudge on his face. The one that changed the direction of my life forever. Hey, it's Mr. Freaky. I hope you enjoyed that original creepypasta. Which Simpsons character do you think would be scariest to see in real life? Leave it in the comments and let's discuss. If you haven't done so, please go ahead and like this video and subscribe to my channel, as well as join the Discord to get involved in the community. Have a horrific evening, everyone, and remember to stay spooky, my friends.